How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're tuning into Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into it. Uh, so today's subject is going to be about something <laughs> probably affects every single person on this planet. And if it doesn't, I would love to talk to you, but we're going to talk about stress today. Why are we talking about stress? I have absolutely no idea. I'm actually... Um, relatively speaking, when it comes to like everything that's going on around the world right now and this country and the problems that exist uh, right now. I mean, there's plenty of excuses for a ton of people to be stressed out, including myself. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've talked to some people this past week and when I talk to them, they they give the impression that they're doing fine. Uh, like when I'm um, following up with them and for some reason, I, I feel like they're afraid to talk about stress because maybe they feel like everyone else out there is already going through enough of it already that they're doing a service to everyone by just not sharing what's on their mind. And so you can kind of hear it like in between like what they're talking about to you. Um, and I just want to talk about stress for some reason. Um, so myself, I when I was younger, I used to be really bad at coping with stress. I mean, you talk about the littlest of things used to just bother me all the time. And I think I got that a lot from, um, <laughs> she's probably going to hate me because I'm going to talk about this, but, uh, I feel like my mom, uh, I love her to death. My mom is probably, everyone says this about their mom probably, but my mom really truly is, is probably one of the best moms, if not the best mom. <laughs> Uh, on this earth. I think everyone that's met my mom, they just fall in love with her instantly. Uh, she's very empathetic. Um, she's very open and she's just got a very big heart for, for anyone that gets to know her pretty well. And, but one thing that people close to her will appreciate, uh, uh, again, mom, I'm so sorry about sharing this about you, but don't worry, I'm not going to get into too many details, but since I was a little kid, um, I think, uh, I noticed a lot that my mom just if she, my mom is a very active person, we are like polar opposites. Her and my little brother are more identical in a sense, but uh, we're completely different. Uh, whereas like myself, I'm very, I consider myself a little bit laid back. Uh, obviously we were talking about like the whole procrastination thing. Um, I'm like a bad procrastinator. <laughs> so I tend to not just be the type of person that gets up and does every single thing that needs to be done every single day. Like, here's the agenda for today. I need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And like, that's not how I do things. I tend to just like be like, oh yeah, I'll get it done. Depending on the urgency of it. Like if it's urgent, okay, got to get it done. If it's not, uh, you know, we'll push it off a little bit, but not someone like my mom and a lot of people out there that I know actually. And so from, since I was a kid all the way to now, my mom is such a hard worker. She's the hardest worker I've ever met ever. She's retired, and yet she still works super hard. Uh, <laughs> it's so amazing to watch. But, um, yeah, she always loves to just ha get things done all the time. And I used to think that I was like, man, my mom must be stressed out all the time doing all this stuff. And uh, she would tell you that, no, it's not stress. It's more just like I want to get these things done. And um, it just, I guess, like for her, it makes her day go by a lot faster She's not really on on a routine per se, um, so she, the day just gets to go by a lot quicker. 
And it's easy for her to kind of just block out some of the things that are probably bothering her. And, um, yeah, when I was a kid, it used to stress me out just watching how I used to think that my mom was stressed out. And so, um, I would always tell my mom, like, mom, chill, slow down. Like this stuff doesn't need to get done. Like you don't need to do (laughs) the dishes and laundry and, and cook every single day, all the time for everyone. (laughs) You don't need to do my, I mean, it was so awesome living under a roof with my mom. She's so great. Um, it's one of the things that hit me so hard when I moved out of my parents' place was, man, I got to do all this stuff on my own. And I know a lot of you are probably like, man, this guy just, we can't empathize with him at all because we were probably doing that when we were kids. Well, <laughs> my story is a little bit different, but um, and that's because my mom was just a hard worker. And like I said, she was retired, so she was a stay-at-home mom. And she just... I mean, whatever, whatever she used to do at work, she brought that at full force at home. So, I mean, everything was super tidy. Everything was super organized. The yard, the everything. I don't even know how she was able to get everything done and also take us to school, you know, stay on top of our, our, our schooling, making sure that we got the proper education, giving us the love that we needed to have as a kid. Um, but, yeah, so... I used to just look at that and be like, man, I never want to be like that. Like essentially like I don't want to be a person that's just when I was a kid, I just didn't understand like maybe that was just her way of just coping with just getting by the day, just making sure that the day was just wasn't dull or, or anything of that nature. And so, but I, I thought that it was stress. So I used to just tell my mom all the time, like mom, just chill, calm down, slow down. And me and her laugh about it now. Like she's like, yeah, sometimes I should just slow down a little bit. Um, but she's still like that. I mean, it's so wild to see. And as I got older, um, I started to just, a lot of things have, you know, if you're a millennial, you probably, I mean, like if you're an adult and you're listening to this, you know what, what happened right when I got out of high school, the financial crisis of 2008 happened. It was a difficult time for myself getting, uh, getting work. I was a college dropout. And so <laughs> I dropped out without completing my, my degree. Um, why I did that, man, that is a great conversation to talk about. You know what? Actually, I might want to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, let's, let's put that, let's pin that on the wall. Let's talk about why I dropped out of college and why I didn't finish getting a degree and how that impacted me and its relative to some of the things I talked about in the past. Um, but yeah, so anyways, it was a difficult time for someone that, you know, was uh, 18, 19, um, didn't really, he was a, at the time an introvert. I was a big introvert at the time. I um, had some skill sets, but I mean, uh, you're a kid. You don't have that much experience. And, you know, I didn't have a college degree. So it was a difficult time for me. And so it hit me hard. You know, my credit, I allowed my credit as a kid to go to shit and, know something one of the biggest regrets I had luckily it didn't impact me as hard as you know a lot of other people people that already were established that own homes that own car like you know tons of cars and and just had a a lot going for themselves and it was a difficult time period and I mean now I'm I'm completely fine (laughs) luckily that stuff disappears off your record after seven years which just was a blessing after it did in 2005 um or not 2005 but 2012 and like 12 13 2000 when, when did that happen? So financial crisis was 2008. Oh, five years ago. Yeah. Okay. 2015. So 2015, everything was great again. Like 
it like disappeared. It was the best thing ever. And then I told myself, man, I am never going to allow it to go back to the way it was before. Now I'm going to just let it be like impeccable credit. And so, uh, I, it, that was super stressful. I had, uh, gotten fired from a, a, an amazing job at the time too. That was like a once in a lifetime experience job. And I got fired because I just allowed myself to be super lazy. And, uh, I took for granted my position that I had. And so times were tough then. And, and I remember that I remember a period where I was so stressed out, you know, I was stressed out about this is the same time when I was talking about earlier, when I was talking about confidence, how I lacked in that at that time I was, um, not only was my credit bad, I was living with a friend, but to, to live with my friend after I got fired, I had to start selling like a lot of my stuff to live with my friend. And mind you, I could have easily have reached out to my parents and asked for help, but I'm a super prideful person when it comes to asking for help from my family. I tend to like try to do everything on my own until I finally have to ask them for help. And, and during this time, I wish I would have, I would, I wish I would have sucked up the pride, but I never did. And so, um, you know, I, I, like I sold everything I had eventually I had to tell my friend that I just couldn't pay rent. It caused, a uh, uh, with that specific friend, it, it caused, uh, uh, problems left and right because I mean, he had to fill that place up and, I, I just felt so bad. I had to live with my parents for a few weeks until I landed my job at AT&T. So it was around that time period right before I got that job at AT&T I was talking about in my confidence podcast. And so not only was I, I felt like stressed out because I didn't have a significant other in my life. I felt like I was super introverted. My, you know, being a professional gamer dream just went down the drain. Uh, I got fired from a great job. I was at a super low super, super low. The most stress I've ever been through in my life. I was a, at a big, big hole. It's a dark time. You know, if you get to know me a little bit better and you want to ask me a little bit more about it, you know, I'm definitely willing to share it, but I, I don't want to get too dark in this, in any of my podcasts, but essentially that was like the, my biggest level of stress in my life and I'll never forget it. Uh, I'll always remember it. And I told, I remember telling myself, as things were sl slowly getting better for myself, you know, I got the job at AT&T. I started to focus on, on my, um, my confidence and, and my, my personal identity and being comfortable with who I am and wanting to, to become a better version of myself. I told myself that as I was progressing through those steps that I never wanted to go back to that bad credit, you know, being self-conscious, being afraid of, of taking risk of, of being afraid of losing a dream, like none of these things. I didn't want anything to really stress me out. And so I told myself from that point forward, whatever it takes, I'm going to make sure that stress is the last thing I, I think about. And it was from that point forward that when I started to tell myself and motivate myself to really relinquish this idea of stress, I started to see a change in my personality. I started to become the the person that I am now, like the, uh, the outgoing, laughable, carefree kind of guy that just wants to just, all he wants to do is just really go throughout his life, making sure that he has and provides for at the time for himself now for my family without, like I said, um, without taking away from people is my philosophy. And I just want to laugh all the time. You know, I, I want to laugh. 
I've gone through life knowing people and, you know, losing friends and realizing that at the time telling myself that life is short, it's super short for a lot of people. And I didn't want to, man, I would have been so sad if, if I did believe in an afterlife, if I had passed away at that point when I was at my lowest point and just reflected on, on all of that, that would have been the last way I wanted to die. And so I told myself I never wanted that to happen to me. And then I also started to think about the world's problems in the course of just like trying to become a happier person and just stop thinking about stresses. I started to think about just, um, just the world, the world's problems, people's problems, like, and, and this is you, my audience, your, your problems, the things that affect you guys, you guys have probably, um, if you were in my shoes, you probably would have never had a, a family member that you could have lived with. If you, after you got sold, stood done selling everything that you own, your credit went to shit. You probably didn't have parents that could take you in. And what do you do at that point? You know, those are the people that live on the streets. What if you already had bad credit and you were going through the financial crisis? You know, what do you do at that point? Um, you can't even sign a, a lease if you're not a type of person that is able to take yourself out of this rut that you're in. You know, you, you look at the world as if the world is a problem and, and you have no one to really to lean on to help you out. Maybe you don't have close friends. Maybe your type of upbringing that you had affected the, the way that you perceive the world around you. And I started to, to think about these things. And I, when I looked at my past and just that dark point in my life, I told myself, but there are people out there that are suffering way worse than I ever did. And I remember how low I was. I remember crying every single night, every single day, having like to, to think to myself, I'm going to have to have a difficult conversation with my friend because I can't pay rent. Like, what is that? I've never had that problem before. Um, looking in my room, living off of like ramen noodles every single day. That's all I had, honestly. And, and, and hot pockets. I mean, that's all I ate was that. And it was just a super difficult time for me. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, like, that is so hard. And then to think other people out there are just going through way worse of a situation than I was then. I was like, man, there, I have no excuse to be stressed. I have no, I need to, I need to just keep going and keep fighting and, and, and think of, of all the great things, uh, all the, like, the awesome things out there. And I started to change my mentality about humanity. I became more hopeful about humanity from that point forward. I was so pessimistic then about myself and ref that reflected on just my idea of the world. As I started to change my, my stressors um, and what stressed me out, I started to realize that um, my, my, my world view of just humanity and, and, and my optimism for us started to change. It started becoming more and more optimistic. And it it was about maybe, I want to say, what are we, 2020? This was in 2000, 2009 was like that super low point. I want to say like 2010 was a, like a good, good point. Like when I was 21, I was finally getting over like the whole confidence issue by the time I was 22 I was doing great and 
So what am I going to be 33? So 11 years ago. And so every single year, I tell myself every year, um, l- reflect on the year before. Try to cut that stress that used to stress you out by half. And I've been trying to do that every single year. And don't get me wrong, like my wife, my poor wife, she gets to see it every single day. Not every day, but there are still things that, that bother me. Uh, the uh, And we're not going to get into it, but just the political climate of not only the world but you know our own country and i i view that i i get stressed out more from the world more so now than than my own situation and i think that's a good thing and a bad thing i think it's good because it makes you reflect on just something more than yourself it makes you think about the situation that other people have to deal with and it stresses me out because um, the way I handle stress nowadays is that since I'm a good problem solver, if I'm capable of solving the problem or if I think there's a reality of me possibly solving it, I'm going to solve, that's the type of person I am. If something stresses me out, I'm going to try to solve it. I'm going to get myself in front of it and try to fix the situation. If it's a relationship with a friend, I'm going to try to fix that problem. If it's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> something breaks in the house or whatever, I'm going to try to fix that situation. But if I know what stresses me out so much is when things are just out of my control and I know there's nothing I can do to fix the problem. And those are like a majority of the time nowadays, it, it tends to just be the world and just seeing just all the things that are going on in this world. And I'm starting to see that my optimism that I've had for humanity is slowly but surely dwindling, slowly, very slowly. I'm, I'm still more so optimistic about society but man, just seeing the advent of just how much people with power just don't want to give up that power and just seeing wh- how much control they have of the systems out there and what their choices or and how their choices ha- affect everything and, and how a lot of the world's problems could just be directly connected to just people of power just not wanting to relinquish that. It, it's, it's just so bothersome. And uh, I've, I've made a commitment to myself, I think, uh, sometime in the near future, I think when my daughter's old enough, I want to be there for every se- single second for her. So I, t- I, I was telling myself I would have w- loved to do it earlier, but I think more realistically it would be something I want to do in like 20 years. If I'm still alive in 20 years and this world is still having problems, I want to be a politician. And the only reason I want to be a politician really is just to try to see if I can help fix a fraction of the problems I'm seeing around me because honestly it's the things that are stressing me out right now and I do have my own personal things that do stress me out my you know COVID-19 affected my my income but honestly <laughs> I, I just didn't care yeah I, I, I was in a capacity where I thought to myself like I don't think I'll ever get to the situation that I was before because I just won't ever allow it like I can never allow myself to be at the point that I was you know 13 14 years ago and so I, I'll, I'll always remember that and I'll never, I'll never let myself get to that point. And yeah, so I like my personal things, they stress me for a little bit and then I just kind of get over it and I'll like laugh it off. I'll think about like the world and, and just like how other people out there in this world right now are suffering so much more so than I am right now. But it's at that same time that, you know, th- the world is suffering. There's a lot of suffering that's going on out there. 
and it, you don't get to hear about it. You don't get to see it. If you don't choose to, to live outside your circle, and again, I want to empathize. There are a ton of you that are listening to this that have a lot of, of, of issues that you just don't know how to take care of right now. And for whatever reason, they're just beyond you to try to fix, and and it's packing up. Like we're, I'm allowing the world's problems to stress me out. I can't even imagine people that are also dealing with a lot of their own personal problems and then they see their friends and loved ones they're having their own problems and then you get to see like strangers are having problems as well and you have no one to reach out to for people in that position i am i will never understand what that's like um and i hope that you know if you need help please reach out to me uh, i i've been trying to link my email now in these uh, in the subject or not the subject but the description of my podcast now you know, if you have questions about maybe like, what did I do to try to like improve my credit? Um, you know, after the fact, like after, like during the course of like when my credit was bad, like I was trying to do everything I could to try to make it better. So I did a lot of research into that. Um, if you're in a situation right now where you're not, uh, you're not working, you got furloughed, you got laid off unemployment right now. You don't know how to, to, to navigate that whole, um, area. Hey, reach out to me. Like uh, I, I've been like, it's been like a month and a half, two months that I've been trying to deal with unemployment. I finally got it. And so luckily I was in a position where I didn't immediately need it. But I mean, there are people out there that do need it and it sucks that the system is just the way it is. And so I wanted to talk about this because I, I always get into a tangent and I apologize to people that listen to this. It's just who I am. You know, there's a point I want to talk about and I never get to it directly. Um, but I do like to talk about different things that eventually will lead to that point and support my arguments. If there's ever an argument I'm trying to make or um, if there's just an idea that I just I'm thinking about, like sometimes I'll just kind of it's like a Wikipedia page with me. Honestly, I like I'm like you're like clicking hyperlinks listening to me talk about like a specific matter. That's how I talk. It's like the idea is stress. And then like if you Wikipedia stress, like all every single subject inside that article is like a hyperlink that you can click on. That's how I tend to handle my conversations. But uh, the point of this conversation was just more like I want people to know, look, stress is something that we all have to deal with, but it's not something that we have to live with. And I think that um, one way or the other, we really need to learn to just become happier individuals because if not, we're going to allow the world's problems to just compact onto our own issues. And it's, you're going to, you're going to have a different outlook towards your neighbor, towards the people around you. And that's not what the world needs right now. And it's, it's, you're seeing it, you're seeing the division in, in society. And I think it's because of that. I think it's because people are just so stressed out with their situations. And then they see the world's problems just becoming worse and worse that it just creates these extremities and they just don't need to be that way. And so if it continues to be that way, I'm definitely going to run as a politician in 20 years. <laughs> uh, hopefully vote for me. I don't even know what state by then. I'll, I'll probably be back home in Florida. Um, you know, so if you live in Florida, you know, vote for me. <laughs> My fi I'll be fighting as I'll be an independent. I'm not going to be in either political party because I, I view either party is just so whack they're they're not they are so controlled by powers beyond what you see it is so crazy and i'm not talking about like a deep state kind of thing i'm just talking about wealth 
like uh, corporate America and just how much investment and control they have over these politicians. I just don't ever want that to happen to me. Um, <laughs> I'm over here already talking about like my, my, what am I going to com- campaign on? But, um, yeah, I do want to talk about like why I dropped out of college. That's a good one. You know, uh, I think it's a, is a very important thing to talk about because there's a lot of people out there that don't have a college degree and, and they know how difficult it is, man. It, it's been a difficult, my choices and jobs and careers, it's been super competitive. Really it is. And, and thank God I learned how to like do a good review or do a good, uh, uh, what's it called? A, a resume uh, or CV, and then how to have a really good interview. Like these were skill sets I had to learn very quickly because there were people out there that, on paper, they just looked a lot better than I did. But, anyways, I hope this kind of helped you guys out a little bit. Hopefully, me sharing a little bit about like my problems and some of my low points. I think I, I brought that up just because I wanted people to understand that you know we all have, you know, really really lows like some big lows and and we never want to get back to those points and the means of not being back at those points is really changing what caused us to get there in the first place and so it started off dark it kind of got darker kind of came back and then it like got dark again uh i just want to end on i love you guys you know thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast i really do appreciate it Every single day, like I watch my analytics. I'm so curious. Uh, To the ladies out there, thank you, ladies, so much. You guys are my biggest supporters. I don't know what's going on with the guys. Maybe I'm too boring for them, but thank you guys. You guys are so awesome. Um, I'm trying really hard to to get on more platforms so you guys can listen to me, not just on Spotify or Anchor. I'm trying to get myself on like Apple Podcasts if that's a way that you like to listen to podcasts. Hopefully I'll get there soon. And I'm trying to, I, I was on Google, but for some reason there's, I'm having issues on there right now as well. Um, but please, you know, if you guys do need help with anything, please reach out to me. I'm not a judgmental person. I don't like to share other people's problems with others. Um, I, I really do want to try to help people. Uh, it's just something I want to do. Like, it's just like now that. I've gone through the struggles. I know I can do it like, you know, from my low point. And again, my low is nowhere near some others, but you know, maybe I can help someone else. If I can help just one person, you know, that one person could then help another person as well. So I love you guys. Thank you guys for, for listening and I will catch you guys tomorrow. Peace.